Single day. Mamish. Double Kedusha. Okay. We are up to Daf Chav Gimel. Today's Daf is Daf Chav Gimel, page 23. In the Hedigim Masechah we are going to back up to Daf Chav Beis, Omer Beis, about two-thirds of the way down and restart the Mishnah. Okay? It's, uh, the Mishnah starts towards the to, uh, two-thirds of the way down on Chav Beis, Omer Beis, and takes us about two-thirds of the way down on Chav Gimel, Omer Aleph, and Be'ezus Hashem. Today we will have the tremendous chos of finishing the third parak of Masech Saito. We'll be Messiah, the, uh, the third parak, Bez Hashem. Okay, let's get going. Zok the Mishnah. All right, we all got the place? Good? Good. Rav Shimon Aymer. Rav Shimon says, Ein schos He's arguing on the Tanakama who says that when a woman drinks... The Meisaita, she can have the Schosim. Remember we said, Rashita it can work for a year, two years, three years. He says, no, it's not going to help. And I'll tell you why it's not logical that it helps you. Because if you're going to tell me that you have Schosim, there's going to be a problem because no one's going to be able to take a message from the from a, a Saita who drinks and it's just going to be mighty laz on people. If somebody's innocent... After the fact, we'll say, yeah, they're not really innocent. She'll blow up in three years, right? You're going to limit the chashivos, the maimid, right? The, the, uh, imagine when she's drinking and the anticipation of what's going to happen to her. He says, if people have schosim, no one's going to be inspired by this whole, uh, you know, by, by the whole setting and the ambiance that we're establishing for the Saita, and it's going to come to be Yitzhi Shemra on the Tahiris, on people who are, are really Tahar. We want these women to be able to walk away, says Reb Shimon, with knowledge. Everybody else knows that they're innocent. Shaimim Tamei is him. Otherwise, people are going to say they're Tamei. Elisha Tosalam Shchus. Okay? Rebbe Yaimim Rebbe says, no. Hashchus is Tayla. Bamayim Hamarim. Rebbe says, Shchus is Tayla Mayim Hamarim. It does have an effect just. It starts to have an impact right away. Slowly. It's not like she immediately explodes if she has this chusim. But we'll see over a period of time how she gets weaker and weaker. And then ultimately she'll pass away with the way that the saita passes away. It's not going to be a natural death. Thereby people will know that uh, who is Tameh and who is Tar. Right. Let's say you have a woman, for example, who's ta- who's innocent, and she drinks mesaita, and she dies a year later. So, if she wouldn't die the death of a saita, people will say, "Oh, you know, maybe she's takatame, maybe she's tahar, and she just died a uh, a natural death." You know, some people could pass away whether or not they drink the waters or not. So Rebbe says, the way that we clarified whether or not somebody's Tameh or Tahar is by the way that they die. Don't worry, says Rebbe. The style of death that this woman will have, if she's Tameh, will be the Saita style. And if she wasn't a Saita, she'll end up dying from a different cause. Uh, if, if there's a natural time for her to go. Now, Let's say... Something became wrong with her karba mincha. Whatever happened, it somehow became tamei and it's not able to be brought anymore. But it was before 
we put it into a klisharis. Now remember, other minchas were put into a klisharis a lot sooner. Over here, she's starting out with the kfifa mitzvah, she's starting out with this Egyptian basket. So something came wrong with the mincha before it was actually placed into the holy vessel. You redeem the kedusha off of it, and uh, it just has the the uh, uh, sanctity, the kedusha on the monetary value. Redeem the money, the the kedusha off of it, and you're good to go. The imis kadeshes Let's say you already put it into the klisharis, and now Rashi explains it's no longer capable of being paideit, you cannot remove the holiness. So now we do what we do with a regular carbon mincha that becomes tamei. We take it over to the place of the deshan and we burn it. In the following situations, we're going to take the carbon mincha and we're going to burn it. What are the settings? What are the scenarios? Top of today's daf. If a woman, after we set aside the mincha, and it's in a klisharis, she says, you know what, I'm guilty. We'll burn the mincha. She doesn't drink the mesaita anymore, because the whole purpose of the site is to clarify. She now said that she had the, that she had the affair, she had the relations. So we're going to take it and burn it. The Shabola Edim she or Edim come and tell us that, uh, that she was tummy. Again, we know for sure what happened. And therefore, there's no reason for her to drink the Saita waters. And therefore, we don't bring the carbon Mincha. We'll burn it. Or woman who says, Now, this needs a little bit of clarification. Because, remember, there are times where a woman who says, We're still going to force her to drink. So, it's got to be um, where the, uh, the waters aren't yet erased. And still, the Kedusha of the Mincha was on there. But she refused to drink. Or the husband changes his mind. The halacha is that, uh, we learned this earlier in the Masechta, a woman only drinks with the husband being the one who wants her to drink. If the husband changes his mind, he doesn't want her to drink anymore. Okay, so she's not going to drink and the carbon mincha is going to be burnt. Or they had relations on the way to the Beis HaMikdash, so the waters aren't going to work. So if we find this out, after the Karba Mincha is in the Klisharis, we're going to burn the Mincha because she's no longer able to drink. Which going to explain right now. Anybody who's married to a Kayan, also the Mincha is burnt. Let's get, let's get into this. What does it mean? is the Kayan. If you have a Yisraelis who marries a Kayan and now she's a Saita, Minchasa Nisrefes. Her Karba Mincha is going to be burnt. Okay. Now we're going to learn. Uh, soon that the uh, every kar mincha of a of a kayan gets burnt on the mizbeach, and since she is married to a kayan, so it's going to be burnt. But let's say she's the daughter of a kayan who marries a Yisrael. Minchas is going to be treated as a standard kar mincha, and it's going to be eaten by the kahanim. Ma kayan lekahenes? What's the difference between a kayan and a kahenes? Now, obviously, we know one already. Yeah, what's one difference? Whether or not you eat from the Mincha Saita. Okay, we're going to get into some other differences now. So, Ma bin Kayan Lekahenes. Here we go. Minchas Kayhenes Necheles. So, Minchas Kayin Eino Necheles. The Mincha of a Kayhenes is eaten. The Mincha of a Kayin is not eaten. Kayhenes Mishalalas. If you're a Kayhenes, you could become a Chalala. 
V'koyen ain meschalu. But a koyen is not, I'm sorry, mabin koyen lekohenes. I made a mistake. What's the difference between a regular, a, a male koyen and a female koyen? Here we go. Minchas kohenes nacheles, minchas koyen ain nacheles. If a female koyen brings a, a mincha, you could eat it. A male koyen, you don't eat it. Koyenes meschaleles. Also a, a girl who's born into kahuna, her kahuna can be lost. The koyen ain meschalo. But a koyen's kahuna cannot be lost. Okay, now why? Because the only way for a kahenes to lose her status of a koyen is if she uh, she's guilty of having uh, of having relations as a ashes ish. But uh, it's not going to apply to a male who's allowed to have multiple wives biblically. Kahenes betamil mason. A kahenes allowed to be betamil mason. Kahen A kahen is not allowed to be tamil mason. The isser in the Torah. Of a kayan becoming tummy does not apply to a woman. A kayan is allowed to eat from kache kachim. However, a kayanis is not allowed to eat from the holy from the the kache kachim, which is a higher level of kedusha. Okay, says the Gemara. Ma bein ish leisha. What's the difference between a man and a woman? Once we're explaining the difference between a kayan and a kayanis, let's get into general differences between halachas of men and women, even Yisrael. So says the, says the Mishnah, Ha'ish pireya upayr. A man who's a mitzayra, he grows out his hair and he pairim, he tears his clothing. Ve'ina isha, pairas, ufairemes. But a woman mitzayra, mamish this week's parsha. Okay, she doesn't need to let her hair grow out, and she does not need to tear her clothing upon becoming a mitzvah. A man can place a nazirus on his child, but a mother is not allowed to create nazirus upon her son. We learned this in Meseches Nazir and the sources. A man is allowed to shave. Al Nazirus of it for the Nazirus of his father, Vena Isha Megalachas Al Nazirus Avia. But the this halacha does not hold true by a uh, does not does not hold true by a woman. Okay. Now remember when we in, in Nazir we learned that if you have a father who's a Nazir that passes away, so there's a whole sugya there, there's a whole topic. What happens if the son then accepts Nazirus upon himself with the intention of using the father's set aside funds for his own sacrifices? So, so Herzachan, if a father who's a Nazir, he sets aside money to bring his karbonus at the end and then he kicks the bucket. The son then goes ahead and establishes Nazirus for himself with the assumption that he's going to be able to use the same money to purchase his own karbonus upon his, the completion of his own Nazirus. So a son has the ability to do that. A daughter does not. A father, Midairaisa, is allowed to sell his daughter as a Amma Ivriya, which ultimately means he's really selling her for marriage. But a mother cannot. A man, a man if he's high of skila, we take off his clothes. Remember, we had a machoikas earlier, Narmish is paskening that uh, a woman who's stoned, her clothes are uh, her clothes are left on because we're more concerned about her. She prefers a little bit more. The reason why we take the clothes off is to have a faster death. But a, a woman prefers to to have her dignity and have the death take a, possibly a little longer. Ha'ish nitla isha nitlis. After being stoned, a man's body is hung for that day. A woman's body is not. 
Ha'ish nimkar b'gnei a man can become an Eved Ivri if he steals and he's not capable of paying back. But a woman who steals is not going to be sold for her stealing. Okay? Fascinating Mishnah. Really, really three parts to it. Okay? There's three primary, uh, three primary parts of the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah had to do with the halachas of the Karba Mincha and various Minchas. What happens if, uh, if something changes or something goes wrong? The next part of the Mishnah describes... Different halachas between a kayin and a kayhenes. And the third part of the Mishnah discusses general halachas, bain ish leisha, rather halachas between men and between men and women. Okay, beautiful. Here we go. Zakti Gomar. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we call Nasuas the Kahunam. Anyone who married a kayin. Okay, so it's a woman. She marries into Kahuna. Minchaisayam Nisrafis. Their mincha is going to be burnt. Any mincha. You have a woman who marries a kayin. Any mincha that she brings, Rashi says, is burnt. Whether it's a saita, whether it's any other karba mincha. Ketzat, for example. What's the case? Kayhenes levia v'yisraelis shenises lekayin. If you have a kayhenes, a levia or yisraelis that are married to a kayin. Ein minchasa nechelas b'pnei sheyesh lai chelek ba. Because the husband has a chilek in the karba mincha. In other words, how you how does this woman bring a karba mincha? We're assuming with her husband's money. Most minchas that a married woman brings, and this woman's married to a kayin, is going to be with her husband's money. And the halacha is that if a kayin is bringing his, his, uh, his own mincha, it's not allowed to be eaten. We're calling the mincha of the kayin's wife, whether she's a kayin's levia yisraelis, like his, because his money is involved in it, and therefore no one's allowed to eat it. The Eina Ayla Kalil, and it also cannot be uh, brought up and burnt on the Mizbeach, because she has a Chalik in it. So even though he has an ownership in it, but in a sense it's coming mitzad her, it's coming on, on her end, it's kapara for her, and therefore. On the even though on one hand we're treating it like the mincha of a kayin, on the other hand we're going to treat it like the mincha of a non kayin. So what do you do? Ella hakaymitz karav ba'atzmai. The the kaymitz is burnt on the mizbeach by itself. Bashirayim and the leftovers krivim ba'atzmam are offered by themselves. By, by themselves says the Gemara. Ikri kan koshu mimenul ishim harayhu beval taktiru. What about anything that's fit to be put on the mizbeach? The halacha is anything or it's part of it is is uh, usher to burn. So how can we say that whatever's left over is burnt if what if there are things that are not fit to the Mizbeach, you're not allowed to burn it, Lamaisa. You can't just burn something if there's a if there's a part of it involved which isn't allowed to be burnt. So very nice you want to say yeah on one hand it's hers or one hand it's his and therefore the only way to figure this out is by bringing the kaimits and the rest are craven baatsman I, how can the rest of the Karmincha be burnt on the Mizbeach if the Kaimitz is there? And it can't be together. What we do is the rest of the Karmincha, we're going we're gonna to burn it in a way that it's going to enhance the fire. In other words, we're going to burn it and we're, we're going to burn it in that it's going to be used as fuel. For the fire, okay, Rabbi Eliezer, which Rabbi Eliezer allows, what, why? The title learned to the Braisa, Rabbi Eliezer, the extra part, the remaining part, is not allowed to be brought as an offering, as a reach 
as a as a carbon in front of the Rabbanu Shalom. However, you want to add it to the fire. You want to make a fuel for the fire on top of the Mizbeach. Go ahead. The same way you could put foot on, uh, you, the same way you could put wood on top of the Mizbeach, I could put the rest of the Mincha. Honey, Chalder Rebbelez has a Gemara fine. Shkayich. So that Rebbelez's opinion will work out with this. The Islay Haisvar, he agrees with this idea. El Rabbanan Glesbu Haisvara, Michael and Mehama, but the Rabbanan don't agree. They don't hold that the rest of the carbon could be brought as as wood on the Mizbeach. So what are the what are the Chum going to say over here? How can you be Makravit? The Gemara answers. Da'abdi lahu k'rebeliezer b'rebi shimon. They say that the kahanim are going to do like Rebbe Elazar and Rebbe Shimon. Now who's Rebbe Elazar and Rebbe Shimon? The time we went to Rebbe Elazar, Rebbe Elazar, Rebbe Shimon, Aimer, Rebbe Elazar, not Rebbe Elazar, and Rebbe Shimon, Rebbe Elazar, the son of Rebbe Shimon. The time we went to Rebbe Elazar, Rebbe Elazar, Rebbe Shimon, Aimer, Hakoymeitz Karav ba'atzmai ba'shirayim mispazrim al beis hadeshen, and the rest are going to be spread out on top of the deshen, on top of the uh, area where we leave the ashes. And you should know, because they hold that such a thing could technically be brought on the Mizbeach, and therefore they say, you know, where do we say you could burn the, the carbon completely on the Mizbeach? By a Minchas Chayte. But by a regular Karba Mincha, whether it's a Mincha Saita, whether it's a standard Mincha, I feel the Rabbana Maidu, the Rabbana will agree that you only the Kaimitz is burnt on top of the Bizbeach, and the rest is spread out on top of the Desha. Beautiful. Two dots. Let's get back to our Mishnah. Bas Yisrael Ha Nesua. We said if you have a regular Yisraelis. Uh, lady who was married to a Kayan. So our Mishnah had paskined that since she's married to a Kayan, the Kayan's money is involved in it. No one's allowed to eat it, so you burn it. My time. Why? Any Mincha of a Kayan, you're not allowed to eat. Kayan Kayanas. This applies to a Kayan, but not a Kayanas. Says the Gemara, Kayanas mischalala is Kayan ain mischal. Um, we said that a Kayanas could lose out on her Kahuna, she could become a Chalala. A Kayan cannot. Menalan, how do you know this? Damakra, Vlayechalal Zarei Ba'amav. Which means, Zarei mischalal, Vuhu ain mischal. If you have a Kayan who has an illegal relationship with a woman, and a son is born from that act, that son is going to be a cholol. He's not going to have the status of a kain. What about the kain himself? He remains a kain. Okay, it's, this is similar, by the way, to let's say you have a woman, a married woman, she's an ashesish. She has a relation. She she goes and has an affair with somebody, and she has a child. That child is a mamzer. I. What about her? What about the father? They're not mamzer. So over here, you see by the man, he's not going to become a cholol, the child will become a cholol. However, by the, uh, by the woman, if she has uh, relations willingly, uh, an extramarital uh, affair, she's going to become usher to kaihanim. Kaihanes metama v'chulu. A kaihanes is allowed to become tamimes. My taima, 
why is a woman kaihenes, a woman, I mean, it's kind of redundant, but why is a kaihenes, yeah, why is she allowed to become tummy? Omar Kro, because it says in the Pasuk, Emar elakaihanim b'nei Aroin, say the kaihanim, the sons of Aroin, the nefesh layitama b'yamov, do not become impure to a nefesh, which means b'nei Aroin, b'nei Aroin, the whole, the whole uh, instruction given for the, for the prohibition of becoming impure to a mace is strictly to the boys and not to the gals. Kayan Eichel Bikachi Kachim, a Kayan to let it eat from Kachi Kachim, as opposed to a Kayanis, Tachsev, Kolzochar, Bibne Aroin, Yechleda. Umabin Ish, Bechulu. What's the difference between a regular man and a regular woman? What are some differences in Halachaton Rabbanan? The rabbis learned, and that's why the rabbis Ish, Chavar, this beautiful, beautiful, Mamish. Yeah, this week's Parsha. Ish. I know the halachas of a man who has saras. A person ish ki A man who has saras on his flesh. Yeah. How do I know a man? How do I know a woman? And the tsarua who has in it. So you see, there's two types of people here. Men and women. Why did you say ish? So the Gemara says, Le'inyan shalamata, because of the next halacha, ish pireya bechul. After that, it talks about the halacha of a man, a matzairah, having to tear his clothing. So it says ish, because even though a man and woman could become a matzairah, there are halachas within matzairah that apply specifically to an ish. Okay. Ha'ish madras b'nai b'nazir, isha madras b'nai A man can place naziris on his son, and a, a, a father can, and a mother cannot. Amar b'yechanan, we learned this in um, It says, I've given my daughter, I have given which means the father, we're talking about Avia, it says uh, in the beginning of the Pesach, it says the, uh, the father says to the people who are, who are sitting on the Bezdin, it says to the Zekanim, so it says, lish so the father saying, I give it over. The diak here is that only the father is able to and not the mother. Okay, next part of the Mishnah, we said, why? When a man, not and the drasha is the and, and not a, not a woman, the mother cannot. We said if a person's chayav misa, the husband is going to be stoned without clothes on, but the woman does have clothes on. My time. What is the reason that a man, when he's chayav skila, obligated in stoning, we remove his clothing, and a woman we do not? My time. What's the reason? And they stone him. My eyesight. What does it mean they stone him? If it means that they stone him and not her, which means a woman can never get skila. But it's not possible because it says, It says explicitly in the Pasuk that the way to do stoning is you take the man out to this place that's appropriate for stoning or you take the woman out. So you see, Clearly from the Pasuk that a woman could be obligated in stoning. Ella, rather, what's the drasha of Isai? It means Isai, but like Susai. Him means his body without anything else on it. 
Nothing accompanying his body to the stoning. Even his clothing doesn't accompany him to the stoning. I say, but like Susai. He gets stoned, his clothing doesn't get stoned. So his clothing has to be removed. But like Isa, but like Susa. However, um, when it comes to her, we don't see that it has to be specifically her without her clothing, and therefore her clothing does remain on. Okay? Our Mishnah said as well, Ha'ish nitla ve'ein v'chulu. We said that after stoning, the body of the man is hung for people to see just for that day. We don't never leave it overnight. And there's a beautiful message in that as well. We don't want, because uh, every person is a tzalem aleikim. And even though this person's chayav misa, this person was chayav skila, it's chayav stoning. Still, everybody is in the image of Hashem. And therefore, when you leave the body hanging, it's 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 chil Hashem, uh, but uh, a man's hung for a short period of time and a woman's not my time. Why? Amar Kroat says, V'salisa aisai al ha'etz aisai v'layaisa. Ha'ish nimkar begneva sai, ve'ina isha nimkar begneva sai. A man who steals and is not able to pay back, uh, he's, a, he's a thief, so we sell him to pay him to, to pay it off, which is not true by a woman. We'll never sell a woman. A woman is not capable of being a servant once she becomes a gedayla. She's mechoyev to pay back, certainly. But we're not going. Uh, but we're not going to sell her. Says the Gemara, my taima. What's the reason? He sold for his stealing. We sell him when a male steals. However, we do not sell a woman when a woman steals. Hadron alach haya naitel. Hadron alach haya naitel. Hadron alach haya naitel. Mazel tov to everybody who finished the third parak of the Heligim Masechah and let us just begin the next Mishnah, let's begin the next parak so that we can wrap up today's daf, but tomorrow we will pick up from here. It's a very long Mishnah, also it's going to take us quite a ways down onto tomorrow's daf, so let's just get the opening halachas over here. Arusa b'shemeres yavam, if you have an Arusa who hasn't yet moved in with her husband, or a woman who's a shemeres yavam, so, her husband died childless. She's waiting for her Yavam to marry her. And now, uh, the, the Yavam or her husband through Arison uh, wants her to drink. She doesn't drink and she also does not get a Ksuba. So this is interesting. If let's say her Yavam or her husband of Arison uh, has um, Kinoi, we have, he warns her and there's Edim and there's Stira. So um, we're not going to obligate her to drink. She cannot drink, but she's also going to lose out on her ksuba. She only drinks when she's under the jurisdiction, under the domain of the husband, which is not true by an arusa and a shemeres yavam. She hasn't moved in with him yet. She's not in the domain. If you have a mana who's married to a kain gadol, so a kain gadol is not let to marry a widow, but let's say he did. It's a valid marriage. And he says to his widow, his wife, who's a widow, I'm Kinoi, I'm, I'm warning you, don't you dare uh, seclude yourself with this guy, with witnesses, and she secludes herself, and now he wants her to drink the sight of waters, we say nothing doing. Amana, the kain gado, Kurusha, the chalutza, the divorcee, or a chalutza to a regular kain, mamzera, all these things are forbidden relationships, ubasra, lunasla, mamzer, also, they don't drink, nor do they have a Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Bez Jem on Matzi Shabbos. 
we, at 9.30 p.m., we will pick up from the beginning of the fourth parak. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, Chavra, and a guten Reish Chaydesh Iyar. Iyar is spelled Aleph Yud Yud Reish. Iyar is a segula, the month of Iyar. Unfortunately, they say Rav Feinstein used to give a sigh. We're still in Nisan. This is the last day of Nisan. It's the first day of Reish Chaydesh. Rav Feinstein used to give a sigh the last day of Nisan because Chazal teach us Benisan Nigalu. And the Nisan Asadli Gail. That uh, the, the month of Nisan specifically has a special Siata Deshmaya for Mashiach to come. So we still have uh, a little bit of time. Shyly whether, whether uh, Mashiach will come in Arab Shabbos. But uh, we still have a little bit of time. But uh, Er also, whether or not we're Zeichet to have the Geula during Nisan, Er is the Rashi Tevis. It's, the, uh, it's uh, the beginning letters of Ani Hashem Reif Echa, Aleph Yud Yud Reish. Ani Hashem Reifecha. I am Hashem who who heals you. So this is the month of healing, and anybody who uh, needs a needs a refua should have a, a special siyat Shmaya specifically this month to have a refua shalema. We'll hold it here. We'll hold it here for today. Zaygazot. Uh,